and with respect to this يعني, uh, this matter as to who are those who are prohibited and those who are prohibited forever are three types those who are forbidden by way of lineage by way of lineage and they are seven that are mentioned in this verse which the brother asked about 423 they are عليكم أمهاتكم your mothers وبناتكم your daughters وأخواتكم your sisters وعماتكم your father's sisters وخالاتكم your mother's sisters وبنات الأخ your brother's daughter or daughters وبنات الأخت your sister's daughters Now, with respect to the daughters, this includes their lions and the daughters of their sons and the daughters of their daughters, even if they go down in terms of offspring. Uh, these are by way of uh, lineage and uh, by way of suckling they are the same like those of lineage because the Prophet ﷺ said يَحْرُمُ مِنَ الرَّضَاعِ مَا يَحْرُمُ مِنَ النَّسَبِ which means all that is forbidden by way of way of lineage then breastfeeding or suckling makes forbidden the same then you have the second or third category المحرمات بالصهر بالمصاهر those who are forbidden by way of marriage and this includes زوجات الآباء والأجداد وإن علوا زوجات الآباء the wives of the fathers or the grandfathers as they go up and the evidence for this is so the evidence for this is وَلَا تَنْكِحُوا مَا نَكَحَ آبَاؤُكُمْ مِنَ النِّسَاءِ as in 4.22 وَلَا تَنْكِحُوا مَا نَكَحَ آبَاؤُكُمْ مِنَ النِّسَاءِ and marry not women whom your fathers married except what has already passed so whenever a person makes a contract on a woman 
then she becomes unlawful to be married to his sons and his sons sons and the sons of his daughters and their descendants from the sons whether he commensate or consummate the marriage with her or not and also it is forbidden under this category زوجات الأبناء وإن نزلوا the wives of the sons the sons wives even as they are or as they descend descendants from the sons as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in surah al-Nisa the same verse 4.23 وَحَلَائِلُ أَبْنَائِكُمْ أَلَّذِينَ مِنْ أَصْلَابِكُمْ and the wives of your sons who spring from your own loins so whenever a person makes a contract with a woman a marriage contract she becomes haram for his father and for his grandfather as they go up whether from the side of the father or the side of the mother as soon as the contract is made even though there is no consummation of the marriage the third is the mother the wife's mother and her grandmothers as they go up because Allah said وَأُمَّهَاتُ نِسَائِكُمْ وَأُمَّهَاتُ نِسَائِكُمْ the same verse and the mothers of your wives so whenever a person makes a contract on a woman getting married then her mother and her grandmothers become haram upon the husband by way of contract even though he may not consummate the marriage and this includes the wives mothers from the side of the father and from the side of the mother also under this is banatu zawja the daughters of the wives daughters and banatu abnaiha the daughters of her sons wa banatu banatiha and the daughters of her daughters and their descendants from the daughters these are known as Ar-Raba'ib these are known as Ar-Raba'ib however this only applies with the consummation of the marriage so therefore if separation occurs before the consummation then these daughters mentioned earlier are not haram for him to get married to 
Then the last category, those forbidden for a limited time. This is what is meant by temporal. And they are of several subcategories, including the wife's sister and her aunt her maternal and paternal aunts until this, this is forbidden for him as long as he is married to the wife but if this marriage ceases due to death of the wife or separation in life and her iddah waiting period is over then in this case they become lawful for him also included under this category is what is known as al-mu'taddatu lil-ghayr a woman in iddah for another husband then it is not lawful to marry until her iddah from the first husband is finished. Also it is not permissible for him to get engaged with her if she is still in her iddah until her iddah is over. Also included in this is the woman in a state of ihram in hajj or umrah temporal included in this is a woman in a state of ihram in hajj or umrah then it's forbidden to have a contract with her until she leaves her state of ihram as to a woman in a state of menses the menses does not preclude the permissibility to conduct a contract with her however no consummation of the marriage until she becomes pure and makes ghusl this is the summary of the major categories wallahu ta'ala a'la wa a'lam wa sallallahu ala nabiya muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam